When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Ro and Viv. Hello, stranger. Hello. Man, it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a whole entire month and a half since we last recorded. How have you been, Viv? How are you feeling these days? How are you feeling this morning at 4 a.m. again? <laughs> Back to our routine. <laughs> We're back to our regular schedule programming. So I today I actually woke up at 3 a.m. because Charlie was... Okay, so when I record in my closet, I'm actually not recording in my closet. I'm recording in my roommate's closet because my closet doesn't have a door. So it just defeats the purpose of the audio quality. So the nights before I record... I sleep in her room and we swap Mm. bedrooms Mm -hmm. and because I haven't done this in a while Charlie was really restless last night and woke up at 3 so I woke up at 3 a.m. and I've been up since then so that is my but you're feeling okay right you have a little you have a little canned matcha with you and You put on a, you know, you did your hair you a, little, a little, put on some yeah, makeup, yeah. eyelashes, <laughs> mascara. Mm. Yeah, I think like once I'm up, I'm good to go. But yeah, it's really just like the thought of waking up at three a.m. is like, wow, who am I? <laughs> yeah, you're Vivian, the co-host of Voice Hugs podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the dedication is so real. <laughs> it is. It really is, and I applaud you because I think for me, it's. Uh, I woke up at 6.30, which is like, like 6.30 is nothing compared to 3. Yeah, it's absolutely nothing compared to 3. <laughs> and I just came back from Asia, which is why we took a little break. And we'll talk about all of that in a little bit. But coming back from Asia, I literally shut down every day at 9. Like my body just physically can't function after 9. And then by 10, I'm just like, I need to go to bed which hasn't happened to me in so long and I'm actually low-key actually high-key so happy about it because that means I'm sleeping early and I've been waking up by like 5 or 6 a.m and it feels great I have my whole mornings to myself like a solid three four hours before I need to head into work it's been glorious it's been absolutely lovely but I think the universe is funny in that when good things are happening in your life, like my trip to Asia, I'm waking up early again, it humbles you in very odd ways. For me, I think, I, I don't know, just like day-to-day life occurrences, they're generally pretty smooth in terms of just like little things. And I'll give examples. This morning, actually last night, as I was shutting down, my body was just like, I can't function anymore. Viv was texting me about, oh, you know, for tomorrow, for podcast, we're going to turn our camera on. I was like, you can decide. I really can't think right now. And as I'm about to close my eyes and drift off into sleep, 
I realized I forgot to bring home my laptop. <laughs> so I had to bike to work this morning, grab my laptop, and come back. So this is like a very small thing, right? Another example is I had to return, rent the runway. Do you, do you I explain rent the runway? So rent the runway is basically like an online service where you can rent clothes. So you can pick like four at a time and then they, sh- they ship it to you and then you just ship it back and then you get to swap for another four items, whatever they are. And Beauty Within uses that to film with, like to wear the ah, dresses. That's so smart. It actually is because imagine like buying all these $100 dresses and like just wearing it once and never wearing it again. Yeah. So we had to return our Rent the Runway order. I asked my co-host, I was like, okay, where do I return it to? I can drop it off, no problem. She's like, FedEx. I'm like, great. I go to FedEx. I wait at least like 10 minutes because it's the end of the day and there's just like, I don't know, people are taking their sweet time or they're just taking a long time. I wait like 10. No, I think I actually wait 15 minutes. I wait 15 minutes, which honestly isn't a big deal. I'm just making it a big deal because I really (laughs) wanted to go grocery shopping. So like those 15 minutes were very precious to me. I get to the front of the line. The guy, very, very nice guy. He's like, hey, wow, I haven't seen these in a long time. I'm not sure we still handle them anymore. Let me go ask my coworker. So he, go, he goes ask his coworker, comes back, and it's like, hey, I'm really sorry. We don't take these anymore, but you can take it to like a local UPS, blah, blah, blah. So I start looking it on my phone. I'm already getting a little peeved. I'm just like, why did my co-host tell me it's FedEx when it's not? And then like you catch yourself. And I was like, okay, I don't think she knew because if she knew she would have told me. So like, don't throw bad jujus her way. It's like, it's no one's fault. It's like, okay. I started looking it up. Great. Staples takes the return now. So random of all places. Staples. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, okay, there's a staples like 10 minutes away. Let me go walk there. I walk there, I wait like another 15 minutes, and then get to the front of the line. The guy's like, hey, do you have a QR code? I'm like, what QR code? I had to re-download the app because you know how when you don't use an app for a long time, Apple's like, meh, it's irrelevant. You have to like re-download it. So like I waited for it to download. I logged in. I'm like literally clicking around everything, and I don't see a QR code. And then I asked the guy, I was like, hey, do you know where it is? And he's like, oh, uh, wait, someone else will get to you. I was like, mm. okay, so I just stand to the side. I keep clicking around and I go look on the website again and they say the QR code should be in your email. But this email that's associated with this account is our company's purchasing department. So like, I don't have access to it. Anyway, long story short, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pay for it. It's $15. It's not a big deal. If anything, I'll just email them and like ask for a refund or whatever. So I ended up doing that. And like the ladies and the gentlemen who helped me out were all like super nice, even though it was like the end of their workday too. And I finally, I'm like, you know what? Blessing in disguise. I wanted to go to Whole Foods initially to go grocery shopping. But then now that I'm, you know, a bit further down the city, there's a Trader Joe's right next to me and I never go there because it's like a block over which is like too far in New York standards (laughs) so I'm like great I gotta go to Trader Joe's I haven't been there in forever I walk in it literally looked like an apocalypse or like there's nothing on the shelves like literally (laughs) nothing on the shelves for the video we'll like throw this photo on screen I was just like you gotta be kidding me like are you serious <laughs> so I'd end up walking back to Whole Foods and again guys like I'm being I'm like 
over dramatizing but like you know how sometimes when these things happen you're just like it shouldn't be happening and it just like you get in your head but like as I'm saying it like it really isn't a big deal and like I knew mm-hmm. it this whole time but it was just like uh, uh, like how can this be happening like all I wanted to do was get <laughs> home a little earlier today to grocery shop so that tomorrow morning I can have like a little nice breakfast like you know like I finally like two days later I made my breakfast that I wanted <laughs> which is just like berries and yogurt and whatever and honey so that was two days ago yesterday morning I thought I had breakfast plans at 8 a.m but it turns out to be miscommunication and I didn't realize until I started biking down (laughs) thankfully my friend calls me she's like hey it's actually Thursday and I'm like okay great it's fine I'll just bike straight to work (laughs) So, like, in the grand scheme of things, none of these things are big things, as I've been saying, but, like, when you kind of put them next to each other and how it just keeps happening, I'm like... What does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? I think... I think it's time for me to elevate. (laughs) How so? In what ways? I don't know. I think it's, like, from a spiritual perspective, I think when you're in a good mind space, when you're in a good zen calm grounded place your life is a reflection of that i guess my normal is so chill and it's so smooth or it's like it's a lot smoother of course like it's not always easy but like things like this don't usually happen to me so for it to happen like back to back to back to back to back like multiple times a day i'm just like yeah i think it's uh i think there's signs (laughs) you know like if it happens once you're just like okay if it happens twice you're like all right the third time you're just like okay I get it I think there's something I need to enlighten to (laughs) the universe is testing you (laughs) and I think it's just it's just funny that with the good of me finally waking up early there's like these distractions or disturbances that are like messing with me because before I would have been like oh my god I got home so late after trying to return this thing and then like finally going grocery shopping but like maybe I'll just sleep in tomorrow but I'm like, no, you're going to wake up early. And I think me waking up early is, of course, just like giving me more time to exercise qigong, meditate, read. So I think it's just, it kind of all ties in together. It's like, if I could do this morning part well, then the rest of my days will be a little smoother. Mm-hmm. My rant is over. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny oh. because... You, like, never really experience these things. No, and, like, you never hear me talk about these things because we never have conversations like this. No. It's really funny to me that, like, you just went on a one-month or, like, five-week Asia trip where you're just having the time of your life and just feeling really good about yourself and you come back and it's, like, boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But I think it's, like, you know, sometimes when these things happen... You can make it about yourself and be like, oh my god, this sucks, my life sucks, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's like, at this point in my life, like, we're 30, and I'm just like, this is hilarious. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) in the moment, it's kind of like an out-of-body experience. Like, I saw how moved and how angry I was, and I was just like, bro, you need to chill. (laughs) Like, this isn't the end of the world. Like, you're okay. You're like, I want to buy yogurt. (laughs) I just want a nice breakfast. I haven't made (laughs) breakfast for myself in so long. Well, you finally got your breakfast, so... Thank you. 
Yeah, and you know, that all contributed to this story time right here. So (laughs) it wasn't for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, I think I've been talking for like a solid 10 minutes. What have you been doing in the time that I was in Asia? We did a lot of traveling during the last five weeks. Rowena obviously went to Taiwan and Korea. International traveling, which I'm really excited to hear about. Um, Myself, I did a lot of domestic traveling. I went to Palm Springs for Coachella, San Francisco, a weekend trip with my family. I did a Chicago trip with my best friends from high school. And then this last weekend, I did like a Santa Barbara day trip with Charlie and my boyfriend. You know, just a beach, dog beach day. Aww. It it was nice. Um, This break for me was unexpected because I didn't really plan for it, but it helped me realize how much I actually needed a break. So to give some context, maybe. Yes, I was going to be like, why? <laughs> why does, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> now that, you know, we're, we're at mid-year, I feel like I, I've had time to reflect and think about just the first half of this year. And thinking about voice hugs and launching the podcast, we really dove into it, like, 18 episodes in 19 weeks which is pretty insane like really didn't have that structured of a plan either we were really just going with the flow and so right when Ro went to Asia we were actually still planning on doing voice hugs while she was in Asia I brought my mic (laughs) (laughs) yeah no like we thought that maybe the time difference would be even better Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to wake up at 3 a.m yeah but it just didn't end up like it just it just didn't end up working out and so the universe didn't want it to happen no yeah but what <laughs> i realized was starting january i started getting a bunch of eczema all over my arms all on my neck behind my legs and it was the first time i ever had eczema that was like this bad and this prominent and it would flare up every week and i knew it was stress but i didn't really let myself feel the stress. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. And what I realized was that after each of these weekends, after going to Coachella, after going to Chicago, I would come back and my eczema was gone. It really didn't hit me like how probably low-key burnt out, high-key burnt out I was (laughs) until I went on these trips and realized how much we needed the break. So even though I didn't plan to like not do voice hugs for a month it was like a blessing in disguise and it was probably the universe's way of just reminding me that I need a break too and now I feel great the eczema is pretty much gone I've been showing Rowena pics throughout the last few months of my inflammation and it's like it's gone it's gone yeah resting what a concept (laughs) (laughs) deep rest (laughs) deep rest deep deep rest yeah So how are you feeling now? 19 episodes in. Didn't you read a a stat about like 20 episodes? Yeah. So yesterday I was listening to Mad Happy podcast and they Mm -hmm. mentioned, they were doing like a year in review. They mentioned that a lot of podcasts will stop after episode 20. Like the commitment's just not there. It just doesn't become a priority. And I was like, wow, we're almost at 20 and I still feel like we're just starting. So it felt nice to hear that and to know where I currently stand Mm -hmm. yeah or we where we stand right now with voice hugs so that's exciting 
And would you say this break helped you realize good things about the podcast and how excited you are about it and how it's going to be here for a while? <laughs> Just for yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I always felt that, but I think like I I've always felt like our momentum has just been like building bigger mm-hmm. and bigger, and so it never felt like oh, if we're on a break. What does this mean for voice mm-hmm. hugs? It was just like, okay, we're on a break, but we're going to reconvene. I think mm-hmm. what I did realize, though, is that reflection is necessary and not having the time to reflect in the first quarter of the year mm-hmm. was probably something that I would want to change moving forward. Like having this last month to think about things and sit with what's been happening, sit with my feelings. That's probably more important for the podcast than anything. It's not just like cranking out episodes. It's like sharing our experiences and what we've learned and what we've reflected on. When you're constantly focused on something, for me at least, I feel like it's a distraction from my feelings. And so throwing myself into voice hugs, even though this is a very meaningful and important project for me, I realize now that I was running away from some of my feelings of like other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I mentioned in a previous episode that one of my parents fell really ill the end of last year and that completely changed his life, which as a result completely changed like our family's life. And I never really let myself sit with that and I never really let myself like grieve that and Mm. the moment I knew that I was running away from that was actually when I went to Chicago I went with my three high school best friends so the first night I had dinner with one of my best friends and she was sharing about what has been going on in her life and then it was my turn to kind of update her and right when I started talking I started crying and we were at Mm. a nice dinner there were people like literally sitting two feet away from me and I'm like crying and then she sees me crying and she feels like my feelings so she starts crying so we're like hysterically crying together and I I, it was just such a special moment because there's just so much history in our friendship too it's just years of knowing someone for more than half of your life and then the next day we had two more friends fly in and at one point I was with like another friend finding a table somewhere she updates me and then the moment I start updating her I'm like crying again in public and so I was like okay Viv you you haven't been allowing yourself to feel what you know like you actually feel and I think working on anything external is a great distraction from your inner world so that was a huge thing that I realized that like I needed to come back from Chicago and like really just let myself feel and acknowledge what was happening and I had two weeks of doing that and so that it it actually lined up perfectly so yeah to share like where Rowena was at the time where I was Ro was in Taiwan for the first two weeks and then she went to Korea for like the remainder of the time something like that half half right yeah Yeah, so originally we were planning on recording when she was in Taiwan because she had to quarantine yeah and then it didn't work out and then the moment she went to Korea I just didn't even bother texting you anymore because like we had been texting like here and there like hey like when do you want to meet let's talk about this and then right when Ro went to Korea I was like I'm not even gonna text her like 
I think I just need to sit in my feelings and just like for two weeks we kind of just did our own thing and then now we're back so I even though this break wasn't planned like I really felt like I needed it and it was it was something that we both needed you know even though we're probably going through different things at the same time oh my heart too (laughs) I feel for you I want to give you a hug. You know, it's something when you're like crying in public. You know, it's one thing to be like yeah. in your bedroom, like crying in bed, but it's like you're in public and you're like, you just can't control the tears. And you're like, okay. Oh, I'm glad you're with good peeps. Yeah. I'm glad you're with your besties. Yeah. That was, that was really special too. Yeah. Just knowing how much those friendships still mean to me after all yeah. these years. Mm hmm. If you guys know me, Notion is a platform that I absolutely cannot live without. It has helped me organize my thoughts and has essentially become my second brain, a place to house all my many projects, notes, and the abundance of ideas swirling in my head. Since working with Ro on the podcast, I've grown to love using Notion as well. As bi-coastal BFFs and co-hosts, it's not always easy to sync up regularly, and this is where Notion works its magic. It's an all-in-one team collaboration tool that combines note-taking, document-sharing wikis, project management, and much more into one space that's simple and powerful. Yes, I've tried my fair share of productivity apps, and not all work collaboration tools are created equal. Some help you organize your company's information, while others allow you to manage projects with the team. Notion does both. It's one tool for your whole team to do it all. Hence why I've migrated through my teams, including voice hugs, onto Notion at this point. I love how customizable it is and how powerful, honestly powerful, the database's features are. With powerful integrations and seamless navigation, you truly have everything you need in one spot. Take your first step toward a more organized life today using Notion. You can learn more and get started for free at Notion.so. Thank you, Notion, for sponsoring this episode. Now back to voice hugs. So when I was in Taiwan, it was just all family time. It was amazing. It was very cute seeing James spend so much time with my parents and like the dynamic and it's kind of like, you know, I grew up with a family of four and then it was like the three of us for a long time. And then now with this added new person, James, like it just like he just fits so seamlessly. So that was also very touching. And I'm also getting emotional, but I'm not going to cry. Um, I am slightly tearing up. And then in Korea, I also caught up a lot with my high school friends. One moved there after college. One was just visiting. I saw my college friends. And I think one thing that we both were bonding over is just how, like, how we revert to our younger selves and just, like, childlike selves when we're with these, like, high school friends the way that you laugh, the jokes that you guys have, the way that you can just be so direct and, like, stupid with each other, it's so refreshing, you know? And it's, like, even though so much time has passed, it's as if no time has passed. It's nice that you can be this current version, but also they just, like, they know you because they've known you for that long. I think it's such a precious thing. Yeah. Very, very precious. Yeah, I think the whole weekend, me and my girlfriends, we were like, we don't laugh this hard with 
anyone else yeah. in our life. Like you're like on the floor crying. Like there's so yeah. many moments during the trip where we were like just crying from laughing so hard. And I was like, this feels like high school. This feels like what we, Aww. all of our inside jokes, all of these like just acting stupid with each other. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like usually not... I'm, like, usually very, like, reserved and, like, put together. You're very but with, composed. Yeah, like, with them, I was, like, we, like, learned to dance. I hate dancing. Like, it was just, <laughs> I was just, like, this is so much fun. I miss, I miss them, and I miss friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And even just yeah. watching your stories, you didn't post much to begin with, but, like, mm-hmm. the ones that you did of you guys laughing, like, when you hear people laughing like that, you can't help but smile. <laughs> and like laugh along yeah so i think this is a great place to share a question from our listener we're spicing things up with this episode (laughs) um we'll continue catching up but here's a question because i think it just it fits perfectly how do you deal with changing friendships in relation to changing self and the context i think is you know as you grow sometimes you know like you still love your friends but you can't help but quote unquote outgrow them so now that viv and i have both gone through friendships that have lasted over a decade I think we both have a lot to say I'll first pass you the mic (laughs) let me think I've outgrown a lot of friendships it's like so hard for me to even remember because this feels so long ago but I do kind of remember especially when you're going through new transitions in in your life for example college or starting a new job or moving cities even studying abroad I remember that during these new chapters in my life, there were just friendships that started falling apart or like we just started growing distant from each other. Sometimes it would make me sad and sometimes I would wonder what happened or wonder if it was a me thing. But I think over time and especially after this Chicago trip, what I realized, what kept the three of us together all these years And mind you, we are all so completely different. Like, we all have different personality styles. We, our hobbies are different, completely four unique individuals. Like, and different time stages, too, right? I mean, yeah, and we're all in different life stages as well. Like, some are engaged, some are not, some are moving. I don't know, just very different people. What has kept us together is our ability to, like, hold space for each individual to grow and I think it's very similar to what I feel about you bro because I feel like even though so much time has passed for me the friends that I gravitate towards and I still remain friends with are people who are understanding open-minded like forgiving of you know like you and your past mistakes and will accept you and not judge you for some of the things that you might still currently do like you have to allow people that space to be and make mistakes etc and so I think as time has passed and as you know now I have 15 year old friendships that is really what I felt kept these friendships together it's just this understanding of like this person is going through this I might not agree with it right now, but I still care enough. And if you don't care enough, then the friendship will die out. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. also as you get older, there's just not enough time to invest into all of these friendships in the same way that you might have had time when you were younger. Once you get to, I don't know, 
for me, it was probably like mid 20s. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to really focus on the current friendships that I have. And mm-hmm. I'm open to making more friends if it aligns and if it clicks. But really, we don't have to like try to satisfy everyone or like mm-hmm. make everyone like you in the same way that you might have done in high school or college. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? I mean, I think it's everything that you just said. So maybe I'll just like summarize what you said um, (laughs) in my words. I think acceptance is a huge part of yourself, of your friendships, of the reality that life changes, you change, your friends change, and growth will happen in so many different directions, and that's okay. So I think that's like the first and foremost thing to be mindful of. I think it's like when you're resisting change, when you're resisting growth, that's where pain or suffering or conflicts come from. So the first part is accepting. The second part, I think, is what you're saying about judgment. As I was going through the various different seasons of my life after college, I... I also think I've talked about this in the past. Like, I would judge my friends for living the same life or just for still doing the things that they're doing. I wouldn't tell them or I wouldn't say anything to them, but it's just you kind of, you put your eggs where you want to put them and I would just put my eggs doing other things, right? Similar to your Chicago trip, when I went to Seoul with my high school friends in 2019, I think that was when I realized, like, I laugh so hard with them, like, they're literally like my siblings and they make fun of me so much but I love it you know because I think the older you get people are just like you know more they're just more PC and like oh yeah you don't you don't want to step on other people's toes and you don't want to come off whatever but they're just like Ro shut up and I'm like okay (laughs) you know like (laughs) little things like that where it's like yes just like be direct with me like it's fine um that was a really bad example but that's just like one example um so it's just yeah I think you know that trip made me realize as you grow you will also grow out of some of these thoughts that you have right because for Mm. a while I was like oh I can't hang out with them because we live such different lives now but that trip made me realize you can literally learn something from every single person you meet because like one of my best high school friends he got like so blacked out he did some like very silly things but when I take a step back, he's like the kindest, most accepting, most loving, most non-judgmental human I've ever met. And to see him be that way to those around him and to me and to just like our friend group and like strangers that he would meet, I was just like, wow, like he has such a pure heart. And even mm-hmm. though, you know, some of his actions may not be totally aligned with, you know, what how I would want to live my life, like that doesn't take away from the fact that there's so much that I can still learn from him. And I think, you know, as we grow up, like friends who are meant to stay around will stay around. And I think for me, this trip was also a great reminder that the people who are meant to be in your life will be in your life. When I was in Korea, hanging out with my college bestie, he met James for the first time And it was like I was chaperoning a date between them. Like, I was literally walking behind them the whole time. 
they like both didn't care. I was like, um, um, hello. Like, hello. Like, maybe walk behind me. So, like, if I get kidnapped, you guys can see. But they're just like, you know, off doing their own thing. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if they're like linking arms and like skipping around. Um, but like, it's just so sweet seeing that and then seeing people from different seasons of your life connecting in that way. <sighs> I think the takeaway is that like, you have to see things from like a bigger picture and it's hard when you're young because you only know so much but I think like for me at least exactly as you said there have been times even amongst my three best friends right where we might have not agreed with each other or like I personally thought that you know our friendship's not gonna last like we are <laughs> totally on different paths they probably won't understand me and yeah it's just this is it and whatever right like whatever but after this trip I realized it doesn't have to be that way and I don't have to be so stuck on this specific moment in time where it's like you're not aligned with me or like I don't agree with you it's really like seeing them as a whole and their story and their journey and like rooting them on or like knowing that they're rooting you on as well yeah and I think one thing to point out between what we both just shared is that all of these realizations that we're coming to, we're coming to them in our late 20s slash our 30s. So it did take time. It took, on my end, some, like, friendships falling out, losing, you know, a handful of really close friends for me to get to this place of, like, oh, so this is how you be a friend, and this is how you communicate in a friendship, and this is how you show up. So I feel like another part of the acceptance is and also judgment is to accept that this will be a journey and that you'll continue to learn and that Mm -hmm. it might like you know it's like it took us a decade plus to like come to these realizations right and also the judgment part is to not judge yourself when you maybe do things or say things that you look back on you're like oh why did I say that right it's like accepting and not judging yourself basically yes there Oh, she knows Korean now. <laughs> uh, just a little. Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I want to hear about. I want to hear about your Asia trip. Asia trip. I think whenever I go to Taiwan, it really is just family time. And then, granted, we were also in quarantine for ten days. And then when we finally came out, I think a week into Taiwan, I just realized there's an article that I think we all came across around like 2015 2016 from wait but why it's called the tail end and we'll link it in the description notes the article basically visually shows you how much time you have in life let's say if you live till 90 you have 90 bubbles which is 90 years to live and if you turn it into weeks it's like a lot more bubbles and then if you you know want to say how many more Super Bowls you have left. It's like little footballs of like maybe you only have like a couple left because you already lived through most of them. And then it gets to how much time you have with your parents and how much time you've already spent with your parents. Let's say the dots are this long. By the time you graduate high school, you already spent like 80, 90% of your time with your parents, especially if you're going to move away, especially if the only time you get to see your parents now is during holidays. This is under the assumption that you work like a typical nine to five and you can only take like two weeks off a year or something. I remember when I saw this, this article and read this article back then, I was just like, wow, like I don't have 
this much time with my parents left, which is why when I moved to New York, any chance I would get, I would just go home and hang out with my parents. And like when I would be home, as you know, like I'm not seeing friends, I'm not going out, I'm literally just spending time with my parents. So back to Taiwan, a week in, my intentions of being in Taiwan was like, ooh, you know, like I've never really explored Taiwan because every time I'm back, I'm just with my parents, which I don't mind. But now that James is with me, like I would like to show him other parts of Taiwan. So that was the intention for the first week. And then it slowly started settling in. I was re- reminded of the Wait But Why article. So I was like, but is that the best use of time? Like I think I have the rest of my life with James and he'll probably be around for a lot longer than my parents and we can come back and you know explore Taiwan all we want but the time I have with my parents for us to all be in Taiwan at the same time it's so rare I like communicated that to James and thankfully he was just like super accepting and like supportive he's like you know you know, like, I I understand, I feel you, I, like, would want to do the same thing if it were my parents, let's spend every meal with them at the very least, and just try to maximize time we can spend with them, so I think Taiwan was just family, that's why it was so slow for me, I didn't really shoot that much content, I didn't really take a lot of photos, because I just wanted to, like, be super present with my parents, and then it was beautiful, it was wonderful, it was, like, yeah, I was so happy, just, like, seeing all of us together, seeing how happy my parents were, seeing how happy James was, feeling how happy I am myself. And then Korea, there's this unexplainable energy. The moment I land in Seoul, I just turn into my best self. Like I want to take care of myself. I care more about like looking decent so to give context when I'm in New York or like any other time when I'm home in LA I usually look like this like I don't put on makeup I don't do my hair and I don't care (laughs) and you don't shower yeah and I I also don't shower (laughs) so that could be a good thing but it's also like I'm just so like my priorities just work in spirituality so that's like all I'm really focusing on but like being in Korea I think there's just this like air of I think as a culture, they just care a lot about appearance. So when you walk around, you see everyone. They're dressed relatively nicely, even though they all kind of look the same. It's just like very neutral palettes. And then they're all like super done up. Like no matter what industry you work in, what profession you're in, if you're a waitress, if you're just a girl on a subway, if you're a student, if you're an office worker, like I kid you not, they all look like they literally walked out of a salon. Like, their, their bangs are perfect, their hair is, like, super glossy, their makeup is flawless, and I'm just like, how? But then being around this, I think, I think it'll be hard long-term, but just, like, as a vacation, it, like, it made me, like, oh, I'm gonna wake up and drink some, like, beauty electrolytes that I brought from <laughs> New York, you know, I'm gonna, like, take some more time to, like, put on a little bit of makeup, I'm gonna, you know, dress cute as we go cafe hopping, and I'm gonna, like, take a bunch of photos, and yeah, I think, like, another side tangent is, like, being in Asia made me excited about posting on Instagram again, which is something we can talk about in another episode, and then mm-hmm. being excited about content for Instagram, it just making me excited about content in general. So that's like another mm-hmm. thing, which I'm pretty sure it's because I took a break. I was able to breathe, even if it again wasn't like fully intentional. And I was working here and there, very similar to you and all of your findings and realizations while you're reflecting and, you know, 
when we were on this like little break. I think I've known for a long time that I was using work as an escape and I think it's taken me about two years to finally get to the place where I'm at right now where I can come back from a trip and just be grateful for it and not be guilty that I took time away Mm because usually when I come back I'm just like oh my god like yeah it was great but like it was too much fun or like oh you know like yeah I was fine but like oh my god I have so much work to do and like blah 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 I feel so behind but this time I'm just like it was a great trip I loved it it was a great time (laughs) period you know and it's again something so subtle but I feel like knowing myself and knowing the normal narrative in my head this is such a big shift like I'm just allowing myself to breathe I'm allowing myself to relax I'm allowing myself to rest knowing that you know another season will come where I'm feeling excited about work and creativity and content again and it's here so yeah again rest as a concept <laughs> first off I I've known you for a long time and I know that you you already don't get a lot of time with both of your parents together Mm -hmm. and so to hear that you really got to spend time with both of them in Taiwan a place that you absolutely love and on top of that with James and seeing how cohesive that is and like really feeling the family unit I think that's so special and so awesome that you were able to experience that and like really take it in and then with Korea I mean it really just sounds like you were inspired like you got this spark of inspiration to create again or just to you know just explore something different and I think in a way dressing up and caring about those things it's still creative to me at least Mm -hmm. like it's fun to do so yeah I'm excited for everything that you have in store yay (laughs) yeah I think the theme of this episode is not running away and also embracing rest allowing yourself to rest deeply so that you can work deeply and so if you guys have been grinding for your whole lives here is a little reminder and a permission slip to just take not even a day just take 30 minutes for yourself and do something you want for yourself whatever that may be something you're putting off making a nice little breakfast for yourself, anything. Just take 30 minutes today or tomorrow to just rest. Rest can equal productivity, which oftentimes we think productivity is like crunching things out, like quantifying something, you know, how much work can I get done or in what time span. But rest can be so productive for you after you really feel refreshed and recentered regrounded yay thank you guys so much for joining on this episode we hope you enjoyed our little catch-up and for the many more episodes to come in the near future next one's episode 20 wink wink We've definitely missed you guys. And so please say hello, send us questions. We love to hear it. We love to read it and talk about it. So you can always DM us at Voice Hugs Podcast or send us an email hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Voice Hugs! Voice Hugs! Have a good day. Bye bye.